the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Emery Moss. Good to be with you once again on the Bible Talk program, where we deal with issues like theology, that's systematic theology, hermeneutics, apologetics, uh, and always the Bible, the Bible, the Bible. If you have any questions about the Word of God, you can call. And that number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Do my level best to give you an answer as well as continue our studies uh, in the Bible. We're in the book of Genesis, but Genesis will take us all over the Bible, I guarantee you, because uh, Scripture interprets Scripture. And so, in fact, we're going to go from Genesis to Revelation and uh, hopefully finish with our look at the mother of, uh, of harlots, all right? And we'll be dealing with this on the program today as we look at the ancient uh, Babylon uh, uh, and compare it to the Babylon that's going to be like Babel in the book of Revelation. That's where we're going. Great to be here with you. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Now, as we get into this study, let us ask ourselves this question. We're in Genesis, but of course, uh, Genesis uh, uh, was just the beginning especially in Genesis chapter 11, where you get the Tower of Babel. Now, when God upset the plan of mankind at that time, okay, everybody was going to get together, remember, and build a tower that reached unto heaven, okay, and they were going to have some kind of a exalted worship up there, okay? Well, 
God stopped that plan. But that did show you the plan of mankind. If only we could get together. If only we could get together philosophically. If only we could get together religiously. If only we could get together nationally, we would have peace. It's always been man's thought. Okay? Come together, sing Kumbaya, and everything will be all right. But there can be no peace without truth. I repeat, there can be no real peace without truth. Now, Jesus said uh, something opposite of this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Over in Matthew chapter 10, here's what Jesus says, right? Starting in verse 32. He said, Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Then he says this in verse 34. Think not that I am come to send peace on the earth. That's right. Yep, that's Jesus. Jesus said, think not that I am come to send peace on the earth. Okay? So he says he's the Prince of Peace. That's right. But he didn't come just to have everybody just get along. If we're getting along, we have to get along around the truth. Remember, only the truth can set you free. So he didn't come to bring peace on the earth. He said, in fact, Jesus was real clear in uh, Matthew 10, 34. Think not that I'm come to send peace on the earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. Wow. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies or foes shall be they of his own household. Wow. Okay. That's what Jesus said, right? That's what he said. Okay. Then he went even further. <laughs> he went even further. Notice verse 37. He that loves father or mother. How many of you out there love your father and mother? Right? Yeah, we love them. He that loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Mm, think of that. He that takes, he says, he that does not love his, uh, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Okay? So in other words, you've got to love Jesus Christ above everything. Okay? And you shouldn't be shrinking back when you're around your family members. Okay? acting like you don't belong to Jesus when you really do. And there's certain things that you as a Christian cannot tolerate. That is why, that is why uh, if there are people in your family that, uh, you know, they turn out to be gay, and then when they get married, they invite you to come to the wedding celebration and celebrate with them, I would say the answer to that would be no. Because I can't do something that celebrates something that is against the word of God, right? Wow. Right? Verse 37 again, 1037, Matthew 1037. He that loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that takes not his cause and follows after me is not worthy of me. Being a Christian is not tiptoeing through the tulips. We will carry a cross. There is no way you will ever be a servant of Jesus Christ, a servant of God, and not have a cross to bear. Believe me, that's the truth. And he that taketh up his cross and follows after, taketh not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. He that finds his life shall lose it. He that loses his life for my sake shall find it. Okay? 
So Jesus comes with the exact opposite philosophy of the world, okay? Uh, uh, the idea of let's just get along. Let's just uh, do like they do in the Masonic Lodge, say that uh, all you have to do to be a Mason is to believe in God, okay? And uh, you're in, okay? Now, don't be talking about, though, that, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. No, that doesn't work, okay? Uh, uh, you've got to be willing to accept other people's gods as well, okay? And I'm here to tell you that just doesn't work. Oh, I can respect your right to believe what you believe, but I cannot buy bow my head in your presence and say that we all worship the same God when we absolutely do not. That is why I could not be a Mason. A, a lot of great guys in there, but um, the religion is one that I cannot uh, follow. Why? Because I believe that the only way to salvation is through Jesus Christ our Lord. I can't back off of that. I would be lying to say that we, to say that we all worship the same God. We do not. We do not. The Bible tells us that. All right. So, but that is the plan of the world. That uh, was the plan of Babel, okay? That is still the plan of the world today, the United Nations. And, of course, we see that our, our, our world is working towards a one-world religion as well. And I would say that the Roman Catholic Church is uh, one that is behind this, but not to say that they're not uh, Protestants also who are trying to become more ecumenical, okay? That is why, in fact, I had to stop working at one hospital that I used to go to to uh, work as a chaplain for them, to pray for people who were sick, uh, because they told me that uh, when they'd give me a list of the people who were sick, and I had to go and pray for them. I had no trouble praying for them, but when they said that I had to pray for them according to their religion, I said, uh, you need somebody else, because I cannot pray to Buddha for anybody, or pray to Sun Yun Moon for anybody, can't do that, okay, can't do that. Okay? That is where ecumenicalism is heading. And we see the result of that over in Revelation chapter 17, where we see this whole plan again, Mystery Babylon, Mystery Babylon, where we see the kings of the world coming together and giving their allegiance to this religious harlot, the Bible calls her, that unites all the world religions as one. Okay? Uh, that's step one. And step two is going to blow your mind. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. So we uh, have looked here at the final form that the world comes in, where we have 10 European nations come together, and Antichrist is going to be over them. But first, they come together, these 10 nations come together, around this, uh, 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 this harlot, this religious harlot, okay, that we find over in Revelation chapter 17 and Revelation chapter 18, okay? And... Here's what it says, okay? And uh, some of it I will leave out because, goodness, we've got to wait till we get to the book of Revelation before we cover this in detail. We're in the book of Genesis, but this is where Genesis leads us, right? To show us that the plan that was started in Genesis, this evil plan, continues to travel on down until it reaches into the uh, book of Revelation and into the time of tribulation, okay? So here we have the nations. Okay. 
Okay, where it says, verse 9, this is Revelation 17 and 9, and here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are the seven mountains on whom the woman sits. Okay? So that's talking about seven of these nations. Of course, there are more will be added, okay? but seven of these nations on which the woman, that is this false Babylonian system, is going to um, be influencing. In fact, they will be at first, the nations of the world will be associated with this, uh, this Babylonian uh, harlot spirituality. That's what we're talking about here. They unite politically, but also they unite religiously. That's what we're looking at in Revelation chapter 17. Okay. Uh, and it says in verse 10, And there are seven kings, five are fallen, one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was not, uh, uh, that is not, even he is the eighth, and is the seventh, and goes into perdition. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, okay? but shall receive power as kings one hour with the beast. Right? So notice this one, very important, verse 12. And the ten kings, these represent uh, ten European nations, according to biblical prophecy. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but shall receive power uh, as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of Lord and King of Kings, and they that are with him are called, uh, called and chosen and faithful. And he said unto me, The waters which thou sawest, okay, where the whore sits, that's this religious system that everybody is a part of, okay, the whole will be a part of, let us say, where the whore sits are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. So these nations, all right, that are associated with Antichrist are going to attack this religious whore, okay? Because the religious whore, of, uh, of course, has, re has religious influence. These kings had uh, political influence, but the kings are turning towards the Antichrist. That's what is predicting is going to happen to Europe. Wow, okay? And then we see here, Verse 16, and the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, okay? and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and to give their kingdom unto the beast. Wow. What happens is the uh, nations who will be worshiping this false religious system, okay, uh, they will have politics and religion together, okay? The uh, nations, along with this harlot, okay? We see this Babylonian harlot, recreation of Babel. But what happens is they turn against the harlot. That's right. They turn against the harlot, okay? And destroy the harlot, okay? That's what they do. It says, verse 17, For God has put in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and to give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God shall be fulfilled. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth.
So we see that what happens, and we'll stop right here. If we don't, well, we're going to stop on this issue right here. We've got more to deal with in the book of Genesis. And because I, I get so excited about the book of Genesis, listen, I could stop about the, the book of Revelation. I could stop Genesis and start with Revelation without an eye blink. It is fascinating. But what we're seeing here is what's going to happen in the future, that the nations of the world first will give their allegiance to this mystery Babylonian system, and no doubt Christianity will be persecuted under this relationship with uh, the kings, okay, the kings of the earth, European kings of the earth, and uh, mystery Babylon, because they're going to insist that everybody has to be uh, all together in their worship. There's no one religion that has the truth, all right? And that gives a lot of trouble to us as Christians, all right? And not believe in anyone except Jesus Christ. All right, I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has a special offer and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. Simply apply by October 30th and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that has shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388 and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multi-million dollar clients and our SMBs too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. We've got a solid, successful team, and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. doesn't enjoy spending time with family, exchanging Christmas presents, watching a classic holiday film, getting into the Christmas spirit. But the truth is, you can decorate every inch of your home and attend every holiday event in your community and still not have the true Christmas spirit. John MacArthur helps you understand what the Christmas spirit really is on Grace to You. So join me, John MacArthur, and study along on Grace to You weekday mornings at 8 here on WLQV. Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. 
Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on odyssey.com today. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, so good to be with you. As we're still looking at the book of Genesis, had to take a little detour there into Revelation to see the um, uh, renewing, let us say, of Mystery Babylon, uh, or mystery, uh, or, which actually starts out as being the Tower of Babel over in Genesis chapter 11. All right, just to show you how things that we see in one book of the Bible uh, sometimes uh, has some impact on what's going to happen later in terms of uh, things that are going on in God's plan. We've got Gary on the line. How you doing, Gary? Yeah, great, great. Great to have you on. What's on your mind, sir? I'd like you to explain Acts 10, 42 through 48. What it is is... Um, okay. Good book, one that I love to read. And you say verse uh, 42 to 48? You said 42 to 48, uh, Gary? Yes, sir. Okay. Where it says in Acts chapter 10, verse 42... Uh, and he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it, uh, that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. To him gave all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believes in him shall receive remissions of sins. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them all, which heard uh, the word, and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished. As many as it came uh, with Peter because that on the Gentiles also was poured the gift of the Holy Ghost. And they heard them speak with tongues and magnified God. Uh, and, uh, and then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? Yeah, good, yeah, good stuff. What about that, Gary? 48, and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. And then he prayed and was with them for certain days. Well, there's uh-huh. a lot of people in minor times say they have the Spirit of God, and they take it because they believe in the Lord. That was in Acts 43, that all, through his name, whosoever believe in him shall receive remission of sins. So it seems that people receive remission of sin before they're baptized. Is that true? Baptized for the remission of sins? No, before they What John the Baptist was doing was preparing them for, uh, uh, for the Messiah. So his baptism, John's baptism, preparatory, and of course Jesus' baptism was the one that uh, uh, was done uh, recognizing the death, uh, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if people receive the remission of sins, they've been born again. Would you agree with that? If they receive the remission of sins? Let's put it this way. Those who were baptized in John's baptism, okay, if, uh, if they died... Where, where, where would they go, Gary? If they didn't, let's say they were baptized in John's baptism, and they died, and they didn't get to be baptized in Jesus' name. 
Well, what I'm trying to say is I believe that people get born again when they believe in God and repent, and the Lord starts to do a work in their life where it changes their mind and their heart, and they decide oh. to live for God. Well, you're and, the same uh, there. I believe the same as you. Then, according to what Peter said, that people receive the remission of sins before they're baptized because they get the Holy Ghost yeah. first. And oh, absolutely. They got it just like... We, they got it just like we did. They heard him speaking in tongues. And then he commanded them after they received the Holy Ghost to get baptized in the name of Jesus. So well, they get saved before they get the water. Sense. Water is just, in my estimation, a symbol of the uh, death and burial of Jesus Christ. So that's my answer that's to that. Now, I, I, I thank you. Yeah, we're pretty much on the same page. I appreciate it. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Studying the Bible, of course, gets you all over the Bible in all kinds of different uh, areas. So any questions that uh, you have, uh, welcome here as we continue to look at the Word of God in the book of Genesis. A fascinating book uh, uh, because what does it do? It takes us to the beginning. And now we're about to drop into probably one of the most interesting ex, uh, uh, expository studies that we've done, as well as possibly one of the most controversial ones. So are you ready? Get ready for Genesis chapter 12. Now, of course, what I'm overlooking is a lot of the information on the genealogies, which definitely makes it positively sure that we're dealing with history when we're looking at the Bible. Nobody... Nobody gives all these names of who begot who and who begot who unless we're talking about somebody uh, or people who really live, right? So this is not like uh, once upon a time. This is uh, real history that is being uh, recorded here. So now we're about to move into the, uh, the life of Abram uh, or Abraham. And so your job, you listeners that is, is to uh, read all of Genesis chapter 11. Uh, uh, which I'm not going to do. I'll save that for you, but I'm going to get on the runway and take us right to uh, Genesis chapter 12, where it says, Genesis chapter 11, verse 29, And Abram and Nahor took them wives. The name of, Abraham, of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Milcah, and the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Ishkah. But Sarah was barren. She had no child. Now, those of you who know the Bible know where this is headed, but let's wait till we get there. And Terah took Abram, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, his son, Abram's wife, and they went forth uh, from them, from Ur, to the Chaldees, to go into the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran, and they dwelt there. And the days of Terah, were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Now, here we go. One of the most fascinating passages in the book of Genesis, with all kinds of implications. In Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1, here's what it says. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. Okay? Verse 2. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. 
Once again, verse 2, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Okay? That's what he tells him. Okay? Now, remember, uh, all up to this time, God has not said this to anybody else but Abraham. Or Abraham here. It becomes Abraham later. Then, verse 3, he says, And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Wow. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. All right. My question to you is this. Listening audience, I want you to participate. What do these verses mean? What is Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, all about? If you know, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I am waiting for your call. Do you know what this is one of the most, the most outstanding okay, uh, thing that we can read in all of Genesis? It is enormous in its implications, okay? And it comes with its controversy, as we'll be dealing with this, uh, for, no doubt, for a little bit, okay? Once again, Genesis 12, verse 1, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Henry Moss, uh, Genesis 12 and 1, now the Lord had said unto Abram, get thee out of country from thy country, from thy father's house, into a land that I will show thee. All right, we're going to go to the phone lines. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Jamie, how you doing, Jamie? Hi, Pastor Moss, how you doing? Have <laughs> you got that master's degree yet? Oh, I'm, I'm still working on it. I'm taking a class right now called In Defense of the Resurrection. So got papers to do every week. <laughs> now, I bet you you're reading yes. I guess you, I, bet, I bet you you're reading some works of William Craig, aren't you? Well, actually, the the book that we're re- reading right now is uh, N.T. Wright. Actually, uh, the other book I read was Mike Lacona. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, great. Yeah. To talk to you. I, yeah. I, I had a question, Pastor Moss. I was uh, dialoguing with a with a Muslim, and we were talking about Genesis. Uh, excuse me, Isaiah uh, chapter nine, verse six. And I was telling him that it was talking about the virgin birth. And so he's like, well, so are you telling me there's two virgin births? And I'm like, what are you talking about? So then he talks, he goes over to Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Um, And then he goes to 15. He says, well, here, clearly, this is not talking about the same person that Isaiah 9 and 6 is talking about, which, of course, I know that's not true, because I know that Matthew takes, uh, in in Matthew chapter 1, he takes Isaiah chapter 7 and 14. But the, the thing that got him stuck was in verse 15 of Isaiah chapter 7. It says, butter and honey shall he eat that he may know to refuse the evil and chose the good. Now I know, and then it also says, for before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land that thou abhorrest shall be forsaken both uh, of her, both of her kings. So now I, I'm, I guess 
I'm trying to understand. I, I think I've heard someone say that you're talking about a, a, a prophecy that will come through at a particular moment in time and then one that comes through the future. So I'm just trying to get your thoughts on what uh, Isaiah chapter 7, verse 15 or 14, is that a messianic prophecy as well? Yeah, when we look at it here, over in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive. And focus here is on uh, the virgin. It doesn't mention anything about uh, the, the husband here. Virgin shall conceive and bear a son, uh, and we should call his name Emmanuel. Okay? Uh, so that right there is a, a term describing deity. Uh, Buddy and Hunter, honey shall eat that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Now, what, uh, what is the problem that he felt in that passage? Well, he was basically saying, well, chapter, uh, uh, passage 14 is talking about the virgin shall conceive and he'll be called Emmanuel, but this person uh, in verse 15 ate butter and honey, and he was saying that Jesus didn't eat uh, butter and honey. Or I know in some uh, translations it says curds and honey. But I actually was going to go another way with that. But So he's trying to say that Jesus not. He said Jesus did not eat butter and honey? Yeah, so he's saying that this verse cannot be talking about Jesus because it says that Jesus didn't eat butter and honey. And I said, well, how do you know? Were you his personal dietitian? Like, how do you know what he ate? But I actually was going to take him over to Genesis chapter 18 where it talks about when Abraham uh, was visited by the three um, people. Um, one of them obviously was God, and he he was actually offered curd. Um, and then also going back to Luke chapter 24, uh, verses 42 and 43, where it says Jesus actually ate fish and a honeycomb. But I don't know if I should, if, if that's actually the correct interpretation of that. But His, his argument is called in a, a debate. He's uh, arguing from, from silence. He's saying that uh, where, since it's not mentioned in the New Testament, that means that he didn't do it, which is fallacious. Mm-hmm. Okay? There are things uh, that Jesus could, could have done and happened to him that he didn't have to mention. As long as it's mentioned in the text, it's good. In other words, the Bible doesn't give a complete history of the total life of Jesus. It doesn't. Okay? Yeah. Uh, but, and this is just telling us that, uh, you know, how he was raised, basically. Butter and honey shall he eat that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. So that is telling us about his character, okay? Uh, and so, but, but Buddy and Honey was given back then, so there's not a single way. In, in fact, if that's all he's got, he has to have more than that, because it wasn't his choice to eat it. It was something that was given to him by his parents, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a very weak argument. Verse 16, mm-hmm. For before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land that thou abhorrest, shall be forsaken of both her kings. The Lord shall bring upon shall bring upon thee and upon thy people and upon thy father's house days that have not come from the day that Ephraim departed from Judah, even the king of Assyria. So no if that, that's all he, if that's the only problem he has, uh, then actually he has no problem. Okay? Uh, mm-hmm. all that is what that is trying to tell you is the uh, the how he was raised to focus on what is good and holy and not on sin. That's all the okay. that's all that particular uh, verse there is trying to do. Okay. Okay. All right. Like so, so. A mountain into a molehill. A molehill exactly. into a mountain. Yeah. 
Exactly. Well, I told him, I said, well, we know that this verse is speaking about um, Jesus because, um, you know, Matthew uses it in chapter one. He, he applies Isaiah chapter uh, seven fourteen to Matthew 1 and 23. So we know it's about Jesus. You may not understand it and I may not understand it, but we understand that Matthew understood it and he applied it to Jesus Christ. So that that's the end of it. <laughs> Very good. You should get your master's degree already. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> here's the fun you can have with him. Now that you're on this particular road, show him all of the prophecies from the Old Testament that are absolutely fulfilled in the New. That would okay. be a very, very important for him to see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, Pastor Moss. Well, thank you once again. I appreciate it. All right. And appreciate you as always. Keep calling. God bless you. Okay. God bless you. All right. Care. The number to call, area code 866-423-578. We're to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight, regularly sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, twenty nine ninety eight for a queen size premium go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code run to win you will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the giza dreams bed sheets the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets or call 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 and use the promo code run to win at checkout for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388, and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multimillion-dollar clients and our SMBs, too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. We've got a solid, successful team, and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. 
Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no-obligation digital audit, visit us at surrounddetroit.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you enjoy this program, if you love this show, then you can participate by giving us a donation to keep this kind of biblical exploration going. All you've got to do is uh, send something, a monetary donation, to P.O. Box 05877, that's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Once again, 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Okay, make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries, and we would appreciate it very, very much. And my goodness, did we have a fantastic uh, spiritual warfare uh, conference uh, Saturday, okay, uh, dealing with the devil, that's what it was about, and we got into demon possession and deliverance uh, in great detail, uh, and we're looking forward to our next uh, conference, which will be on the um, uh, the last Saturday in November, the last Saturday in November, uh, I want you to be there. Uh, uh, the subject will not be the same subject, it'll be a different subject, but all of them dealing with apologetics and defending the Bible. All right, so just to let you know that, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, located 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River. Uh, that's where we are. Tuition cost for it is $20 per person. We encourage you to come and be a part of the group that is with us, learning and studying the Word of God. All right, definitely we have a very powerful text here. This is one of the most powerful texts in Genesis, and it's a part of the salvation plan of God, okay? Genesis 12, okay, verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curses thee, and in thee, Shall all families of the earth be blessed? My goodness. What does this mean? What are the verses in Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3? What is it talking about? What is this talking about? What was the role of Abraham and his seed? Okay. Can you explain it? Okay. This is something that runs throughout the whole entire Bible. You cannot teach the Bible accurately unless you can understand Genesis 12, 1 to 3. Without an understanding of Genesis 1 to 3, you come up with some remarkable heresies, like the Hebrew Israelites, the black Hebrew Israelites. Yeah, that comes out of this study. So we're about to get into a controversial area, but I don't mind, okay? As long as we're dealing with the Bible, okay, we're doing what we're supposed to do. What do you think this means? What is Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, talking about? If you think you know, give us a call at area code 
866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, looking at what we uh, see here in terms of the Abrahamic covenant. What is this? What is this about? What is it saying? Okay. Uh, this has remarkable implications for the ministry of Jesus Christ, okay, and for what's happening in our world today, okay. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you know what this means, what is this all about, does it have any implications for us today, okay? Does it have implications for us today? And so even though we don't have much time, if you have a comment on this, you can call in. Okay? If you call in right now, I would love to get a response from someone in our listening audience who thinks they know what this is talking about. Okay? So from verse 4, it continues where it says, So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and to the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land, under the place of Shishim, under the plain of Moriah, and the Canaanite was there in the land. So we see here that Abraham is on the move. What is he doing? He is fulfilling the, uh, doing what God told him to do and about to fulfill what we call in theology and biblical studies the Abrahamic covenant. Okay? But what is it? What exactly was the mission that Abraham had? Okay? This mission is vital for us to know and vital for us to teach in our churches and especially in our Sunday school classes. If you know, if you think you know, call. Tell us what it is. Break this down for us. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Behold, I will make of thee a great nation, right? And I will bless them that, uh, I will bless, I will bless them that bless thee, curse him that curses thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. What in the world is that talking about? If, do you know? If there's a Sunday school teacher, who knows? Okay. Uh, the answer to this, give us a call. Uh, pastors can call as well. Number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. As we look at the uh, Abrahamic Covenant, okay? the Abrahamic Covenant, which uh, gets very, very interesting. Uh, goodness, you're talking about something that will take us to other places in the Bible. Uh, definitely this will. Uh, and does this Abrahamic covenant still apply? There's a lot of different directions we can go with it. So if you've got any question at all that you'd like to ask, or if you can give me an answer to what I've put on the table, you need to call right now yeah, at uh, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air by the talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. All right. That's the number to call. As we're going through the Bible from Genesis okay, to Revelation, 
and we're still in Genesis. <laughs> we might be in it for a while because we're taking our time. We're not in a hurry. Uh, we want to make sure we do justice to all of the texts that we have in uh, the scriptures here. And I want to encourage you to give and support this radio program. If you have a mind to, you can send donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We need you to keep this program going. And we've had so many uh, 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 great donations that have come in, and we appreciate them very much uh, so that we can keep uh, blasting away and uh, talking about the Bible here on this wonderful radio station. Okay? So remember that. You can send those donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make all those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much if you would give and support this program. And if you're interested in a Bible study, well, I'll tell you about that uh, when we come right back. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388, and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multi-million dollar clients and our SMBs too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. We've got a solid, successful team and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. A moment of destiny from Pastor Paul Shepherd. No matter where you are in life, the Lord is with you. You have never shocked God in your life. Your circumstances have never shocked God. God has never been in heaven. Say, I can't believe this. Are you kidding me? Nothing has ever caught God by surprise. And God is so much God that it doesn't matter where you are. He can get you from where you are to where he's ordained you to be. Not only can he get you there, 
He'll make it work out where it looked like you were supposed to be where you are so he could get you to where you ought to be. Pastor Paul Shepard is the senior pastor of Destiny Christian Fellowship in Northern California. The program is heard daily on radio stations across America and anytime at pastorpaul.net. Great to be with everybody. Uh, definitely, we are enjoying ourselves as we go through the book of Genesis, uh, dealing with the Bible, which is what we do at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, and on this show as well. Uh, we do encourage you to get involved in a lot of what's going on at Strictly Biblical. We do have a, a on, an online service that uh, is um, uh, done uh, every Sunday. Uh, and it will, uh, all you have to do is log on to uh, strictlybiblical.org to uh, enjoy it, uh, where uh, there is a, a sermon being preached, and uh, uh, we like to call it a mini-service, but yet very powerful. And also remember that uh, we are open at Strictly Biblical as well for those who want to come to service, 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River. Uh, at open, we encourage you to come and uh, be a part of that, our 11 o'clock service, and we're there from uh, 11 to about uh, 12.30, and we do follow the COVID rules. Yes, we have uh, masks and social distancing, but none of that stops us from uh, giving out the Word of God. And I've been, uh, uh, just like I'm preaching uh, prophecy on uh, Tuesdays uh, at 11 o'clock, and uh, that's uh, uh, that's something that we do online. Uh, um, uh, and you log on to strictlybiblical.org uh, to become a part of that, too. You get a number and everything on how to become a part of that class. Um, also, at church, I'm preaching on prophecy. I've been doing a lot of uh, sermons dealing with the last days, which seems very appropriate with the kind of things that are happening now. So we just encourage you to come and be a part of the uh, whole uh, Strictly Biblical experience, 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River at Oakman is uh, where we're located. We encourage you to come uh, and uh, uh, just be good to uh, uh, see you there as we continue to share the Word of God and grow together. And remember, if you want this program to uh, uh, keep coming uh, uh, at you, then what you need to do is to support us, send donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Once again, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. And, okay, next time I'm here, that question is still going to be out there. I'm starting off with it. What is Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3 about? What is the Abrahamic covenant? What is the meaning of these three dynamic verses from Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, they're absolutely awesome. And this covenant runs through the whole Bible, okay, the whole Bible. Uh, so definitely I'll be ready for you to respond to it the next time that we're together. Okay? Remember that number always, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. And we've got a lot of uh, exciting things uh, that we're headed for, 
uh, as we're in Genesis, Sodom and Gomorrah, just, oh, everything's coming. And everything in the Bible, okay, even as far back as Genesis, has some very powerful implications for us today as Christians. And that is what is so uh, important about the, uh, the, the studies that we're in. So we just encourage you uh, to uh, be a part of Strictly Biblical. You can call area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270 to uh, reach us. If you need uh, counseling from me, then all you got to do is call that number. And uh, definitely, I will counsel you. In fact, I do a, a counseling right over the phone. And it's been very effective with the people that I've been able to counsel with, and you can be one of them. Once again, all you have to do is call area code uh, 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. And you can set up an appointment to talk to me via phone, on the phone, and uh, we'll deal with whatever it is that's before you. If there's Bible questions you want to ask, or if there's some personal problem in your life you'd like to deal with, I will do my level best to uh, uh, to help you. Uh, of course, it's uh, the Lord who gets us there ultimately, but he does use us to help one another. So we just invite you uh, to make that call. That number again, area code 313-933-9270. That is the number of our Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, and we look forward uh, to receiving your phone call. Well, all right. All I can say to you now is to get ready for our next program. You've got to tell me, what is the Abrahamic Covenant? What is it about? How does it impact us on today? Uh, uh, what ramifications does it have for the future? And I'm here to tell you that the Abrahamic Covenant has some remarkable revelations to what's happening in the future. But we'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministry. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Here at Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell blesses our airwaves every weekday with the good news of our Lord. Get a modern Teach Talk perspective on Scripture and real-world problems. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell. Listen to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell weekday mornings at 11 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.